Hello everyone and welcome to the second episode of our still unnamed podcast uh, where we kind of talk about pop culture in the 2000s, some facts, some of our childhood experiences. I'm Colin. I'm Lexi. And today we are going to, you know, last time we talked about kind of five general things, nothing specific uh, on like a certain genre of pop culture or anything like that, just kind of five things that are important to us. Uh, But we're going to get a little more specific this time. We're going to talk about three particular shows from our childhoods. And the way that we picked them was completely random. More or less. More or less. (laughs) We kind of just picked some that uh, we felt didn't warrant maybe a full episode, uh, but that we had enough to talk about that would hopefully be interesting. You let us know. However, I do feel like um, uh, as different as these shows are, there are some themes in all of them that are kind of similar to the time. I think so. I think we got a general vibe going. This whole second episode thing, you know. Right. The long storied history behind us. So yeah. We're doing stuff. We're ready now. Uh, so that's pretty much all we're going to do to set the table. And we're just going to kind of start off now, Lex. What's the first show we have on the table here? Fairly Odd Parents. Fairly Odd Parents. Yes. Um, Fairly Odd Parents aired from 2001 to 2017, which is probably far too long, if we're going to be honest. That's that's exactly what I was thinking. I 2017 was a year after I graduated from high school. Right. So, what was the first year? 2001. Yeah, that's insane. That's pretty crazy. Um, I don't know that anything should go on that long. Including people, possibly. Right. And they, as far as I know, um, I probably stopped watching it uh, when I was about six or seven years old. But as far as I know, they added all kinds of stuff. Like, they added uh, new characters. Um, Are you thinking of any other than the baby? Because that's really the only one I can think of they added. Yeah, stuff. they, um, so for for those of you who might not know what Fairly Odd Parents is about, um... It is about this child, a 10-year-old boy named Timmy, whose defining quality is basically just that he's really miserable. Um, Like, his babysitter torments him, uh, his parents don't really pay attention to him, he's not popular in school, um, and he ends up getting two fairies who are able to grant him every wish, because that's what you get when you're a miserable child. So, At least that's a dream, you know. Right. I, I think it I think it sets up an interesting thing of like, you know, a lot of ten year olds have got stuff going on. At least in their own life of where they're like, This sucks. I wish I had I wish I had magic or whatever and they could do whatever they want to and I think it does set up that cool fantasy of like, Oh, if I'm miserable enough, essentially like these fairies will come and grant me any wish I want, essentially, which is like, you know, total childhood dream right there. Right. It's it's an interesting concept for a show because I feel like a lot of child protagonists of these kind of shows, I mean, they have redeeming qualities, like they're heroic or they're brave or kind. Smart. Or, yeah, or smart. Talking Jimmy um, right here. Yeah, but Timmy wasn't necessarily any of those things. He wasn't yeah. particularly nice um, which is <laughs> fair because he had a pretty difficult life. Um, but when you really think about it, was stuff that bad for him? Well, he had a he had a babysitter who did torment him. Sure. But, um, you know, I'm sure there were other children who had it worse than Timmy. Well, like, now that I'm thinking about it, for yeah. the first time, one might say, out of anybody, like, he's the one who had a fairy. You know... Parents I, still married... They have a house. He has his own room. There's no telling how many kids have fairies. That's true. And I think... I mean, I think it's really hard for Timmy because when you're that small, just something like having a babysitter who absolutely torments you, it's like there's nothing you can do about that. Like, you're completely powerless. And maybe you haven't experienced, like, really big problems and that is, like, a really big deal to you, you know? Yeah. And realistically, I mean, they have to set it at a bar that... Most kids watching the show right. would be able to it is still a kid's relate show. to it. Yeah, it is still a kids show. Um, so it's the interesting thing about Fairly Odd Parents is that I feel like you might hear the premise of this show and you'd be like, oh well, if a kid has 
fairly god fairy godparents, not right. fairly godparents. If a kid has fairy godparents, then what like what real problems could they have? Because like that kind of seems like it would be creating a character who just has like these limitless powers sure. and has no problems. But it's interesting to think about how like just the majority of the problems in Fairly Odd Parents are caused by Timmy wishing for something stupid or something One that has... One might say all of the problems Yeah, almost are all of them. That. Almost all of them. Um, like, I could think of a million examples, but... Uh, I think it's a perfect example of be careful what you wish for. And I'm... Yeah, literally. Sure, they said that all the time when they were writing the show. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think that's an interesting angle to look at it from. Like, some episodes, some episodes I remember, um, so the one, the one where he wishes that he's popular, uh, but he ends up just being a total dick. Like, (laughs) he, that, I mean, that kind of goes to show you how Timmy isn't necessarily the nicest character, um. Yeah, he's not some, like you said, heroic protagonist or anything like that. Right. Um, another episode that sticks out in my mind, just because even when I was a kid, it seems so sad, was when Timmy wishes for something along the lines of, like, he wishes that his babysitter Vicky was small, like a child, younger than him, mm. so that he can, like, exact revenge on her. Um, so he gets his wish, and she, like, turns into this child, and he, like, torments her for the entire episode, even though, like, this child Vicky doesn't know who he is. Um, and he, like, you know, makes her do all this crazy stuff and just, like, at the end of it, realizes that that torment of Vicky is what made her be so, like, horrible in the present. So he's always changing things, like, in the past, which, like, have kind of a butterfly effect on the future, which is interesting. Yeah, I guess they kind of, to more so of a degree than a lot of other shows went to it with, like, what would an actual you know, 10-year-old kid do in this situation. Right. Probably, like, get revenge, you know, wish for all this, like, really superficial stuff, the kind of stuff you worry about when you're 10 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I do think that it did a good job of showing that and the repercussions of that to a point where that kind of made it a really notable series. Sometimes it's just a matter of, like, his wording is really dumb. Um, (laughs) Sometimes he literally just, like does terrible things to the world because of like the way that he phrases his wishes like one of my favorite episodes is when his mom is like crying because she can't grow plants in her garden because she has like a brown thumb um and timmy wishes that everything in her garden was alive which means that all the like old pets that are buried in the garden like become alive um there's like zombie hamsters and stuff (laughs) that are like attacking the world i do remember that I totally forgot and about that. They were really scary too. Like yeah. they're like decomposing mm-hmm. uh, zombie creatures. Yeah, a lot of I feel like a lot of things in the Fairly Odd Parents were kind of scary. I don't know. I am gonna go on a side tangent yes. here for a second, but just that whole garden coming alive thing makes me think of the one Jimmy Neutron episode with the, the crabgrass, where it's like the giant like th- like stalks of like. Monstery crabgrass comes out of the ground. I vaguely remember that. Why does that happen? Do you remember? Oh boy. I think it was something to do with Jimmy Neutron trying to get rid of the crabgrass because Carl Weezer's dad had borrowed a weed whacker or something and then, like, not returned it. And, like, that was the whole thing. But, like, the thing that made it so cool now that we're talking about a completely different show that we will talk about. We might as well go there. We'll talk about it let's, later, too. Let's see where this takes us. Yeah, but this was, like, my favorite episode of this show, for sure. Yeah. Because it had, like, Carl Weezer's dad, like, dual-wielding, like, <laughs> roundup, essentially. Yeah. And, like, doing, like, jumping bullet time, like, <laughs> side jumps with, like, the dual I'm trying to remember what Carl stuff. Weezer's dad was like. Was he... Did he look a lot like uh, Carl? I think so. Did he also have, like, asthma? I... Probably. Okay. I would assume so. Okay. He was a portly fellow, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Carl um, Weezer is... I didn't even watch Jimmy Neutron that much when I was a child, but Carl Weezer is so iconic. Yeah. Like, he's... In weird ways. One of my favorite uh, childhood cartoon characters. Yeah. <laughs> on, on one of my first 
student teaching presentations, maybe the first one where I actually taught, uh, we were talking about Karl Marx, and I put in a Lomunism joke. Yeah. And it was just Karl Weiser with like a did uh, they, Marx beard. Did they react? One of them laughed. And I was like, <laughs> I'll never do this again. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to pander. Maybe maybe they're just a little bit too young for Karl I don't Weiser. know, yeah. But anyways, like... Uh, Jimmy Neutron's dad had, like, a lightsaber type thing, and they were, like, cutting down these plants, and I thought that yeah. was just so cool and all that. Yeah, that was a wild episode. But that side tangent, that's what made me I think mean, of that. I mean, now I'm thinking of Jimmy Neutron. Um, so you know how we were kind of talking before about, like, wishes that don't mm-hmm. go the way you planned? I think it was, like, a movie where Jimmy Neutron realized... Well, he... Somehow he, like, wished away all of the parents. Yes, or maybe they yeah, got, the Jimmy Neutron movie. Yeah, or did they get, like, kidnapped by aliens or something? They got kidnapped by aliens. I I do think it had something to do with a wish of, like, oh, but I, I don't there want were parents. no parents. And then, like, yeah, I'm trying to remember the song. You know, you know what I remember most about that episode? What? Um, there's, so Sheen, who's <laughs> Jimmy Neutron's best yes. friend's. Uh, there's a scene in the beginning where, like, after all the parents have been whisked away to some different planet, like, everything is awesome for a while, and the Mm -hmm. kids are, like, really enjoying not having parents, and there's this scene with, uh, Sheen. Sheen, (laughs) Scene with Sheen in the shower, and he's like, I'm peeing in the shower, I'm peeing in the shower. So... That's that's what I remember uh, strongly about that movie. But whereas normally his mom would have stopped him. Yeah, I think that's like. that's exactly what I'm gonna say. Like you could do that anytime, Sheen. That's uh, disgusting. <laughs> the thing that I remember from it, which is probably ruining a future episode, that now that we're talking about it, but is that they never have like a bubble over them or like like a cockpit in like the ships that they're yeah. flying, which like. First off, that, like, scene when they're, like, flying to the other planet mm-hmm. and, like, all their, like, kid-made ships and stuff, <laughs> like, the Ferris wheel thing or whatever, like, yeah. the rides and stuff. But there's one part where Sheen uh, is, like, so, like, why don't we have to have, like, a cockpit? Like, how can we breathe in space? And, like, Jimmy's, like, oh, well, let me explain it to you. And then it, like, cuts away to something for a while. <laughs> and then it comes back and he's, like, anyway, so that's why we don't so, have to have this. So that's how the writers, like, got away from yeah. explaining that. Essentially, yeah. But that's funny. I they probably could have. They probably could have just uh, ignored it. Um, but I'm glad they didn't. I think it's very funny. Uh, we should get back to Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah. So um, anyway, yeah. I was just, I was just saying, there's some very psychological, um, frightening episodes of the Fairly Odd Parents. Sure. Uh, one, another one that sticks out in my mind, when Timmy has his old imaginary friend. I think imaginary. Gary. Imaginary Gary. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if I wished my old uh, imaginary friend was real? And it's because he's, like, bored or something and yeah. no one would play with him. And he's like, oh, I'll, like, I'll bring back my imaginary friend. Um, so he, like, wishes that imaginary Gary was real. And mm-hmm. imaginary Gary is really cool. He he has, like, a slicked back hairstyle and it's he wears sunglasses. It's just Timmy with black hair, yeah, essentially. But, like, but, like, the, first... the cool version yeah, yeah, of Timmy. Yeah, yeah, totally. He's, he's totally. cool Gary. Um, but... Gary's, like, really popular in school, mm. and he, like, holds this really scary grudge against Timmy because he's like, you abandoned me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, like, really upset that Timmy hasn't thought about him in five years. Uh, so, <laughs> eventually, Timmy's like, well, this sucks. Like, Gary's, like, dating the girl I want, yeah. and he's more popular than me, so I want to wish him back into my brain. Except it turns out that Gary can also make wishes because he's a part of Timmy. (laughs) Uh, So they get into, like, a wish fight, and they both get, like, sent into Timmy's brain, which I don't know how that works. Naturally. Um, But, yeah, it's this big psychological battle. And I remember being afraid of that episode as a child. The thing that always struck me as being funny now, I guess not always, I guess the thing that strikes me as funny now is all the pop culture references that I didn't necessarily get at the time. In Fairly Odd Parents? Yes, in Fairly Odd Parents. Like Britney, Britney? I don't even know what you're talking about, but that sounds like <laughs> they, something They have like, a, like, Britney Spears character <laughs> in Fairly Odd Parents called Britney, Britney. Yeah, it's, like, very apparent when you're older. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, just aware of pop culture at the time. Mm-hmm. Which is a bad sign that I wasn't aware at the time, and we're doing a 2000s pop culture 
podcast. That's but okay. It'll all come back we'll, to you. We're we'll bringing it back up. Memory I mean, by like, memory. Chip Skylark. Chip Skylark. That was like <laughs> essentially like Justin Timberlake. Yeah. More he, or less. Any think, boy band guy, I guess. I think he was voiced by um, Chris Kirkpatrick from InSync. Yeah. Um, Chip Skylark, another legend mm-hmm. up there with Carl Weezer. <laughs> uh, I cannot tell you how many times I get the Shiny Teeth song stuck in my head. I can. It's once a day at yeah, least. Probably Not once more. a day. <laughs> yeah. Like, I... A song has to be so insanely catchy for mm-hmm. you to not be able to forget it after, like, what, 15 years? Yeah. 16? And, you know, I'm no super boy band hater, as in, like, there's plenty of boy band songs that are definitely get stuck in my head. But, yeah, that one is, I think, especially iconic. For sure. For sure. Uh, I mean, you got Jürgen von Strangle. Yeah, which is a great name. Which is a great name, who is the Arnold Schwarzenegger... <laughs> stand in essentially and is like well it has an austrian accent like just like (laughs) hugely buff like head of the fairies or whatever like that's just ridiculous that got the crimson chin right that's iconic catman catman literally just batman catman (laughs) doug dimodome yeah i don't know who he's a stand-in for but just anyone from texas probably (laughs) yeah that that show has so many good pop culture references and then what's What's your favorite episode that I wasn't aware of until recently? I don't Um, remember watching it. Well, there's another episode I'd written down just along the lines of, like, uh, things going wrong. Like, things that seem good that you wish for but actually turn out bad. Uh, When Timmy wishes that he's a dog or he's, like, in the brain of a dog. Mm. um, But it's Vicky's dog and the dog's going to get neutered. I have no more to what? say. I have no more to say about that That's episode. That's so dark. I I will be concluding my explanation of that episode. That episode. That's yes. fair. I don't think I want to know. I don't remember, and I don't want to know. <laughs> you know, another thing that I feel like, honestly, looking back on it now, um, being that I'm a little older. Yes, a little I've, bit. A little bit. I feel like it's kind of offensive that um, adulthood in Fairly Odd Parents was presented often as like something that was so bad. For Timmy. I mean, I feel like in a similar sense to, like, codename Kid Next Door, like, when you get to a certain age, like, yeah. it's all over. And then yeah. you're on to this whole other thing. Well, in Fairly Odd Parents, it was, I think it was in part because, like, you lose your fairies at a certain age. Right, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. huge. Like, that's totally... <laughs> but, like, I'm thinking of one particular scene. I don't remember the, per- like, episode, but it's when Timmy... I think wishes that he's an adult. Yeah. Oh, I think it's because he he's like tired of being a kid because he wants to do adult stuff. He's like tired of being under people's control. Right. Um, but he ends up being the creepiest adult ever. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. I'll try to paint yeah, the scene. Yeah, I'm like vaguely. He, he's wearing like a white wife beater and he has a really hairy back. Um, oh, and he's no. bald. He's mostly bald. Yeah. He has like some hair on top. A uh, hunchback. Big belly. Big belly. Yeah. Just I'm like vague very hairy. Um, and he gets maced, like, because <laughs> he keeps trying to talk to people and they keep being like, go, go away, creep. <laughs> and at the time, it's kind of funny because you're like, yeah, like, adults suck. Yeah. But now you're looking back and you're like, um, oh, God. when's that going to happen right, to me? Yeah. And like, obviously, these are adults writing these shows. Yeah. So like, that's kind of a weird way to look into, like, how are they writing this and like, who are they writing this for? The perspective mm-hmm. they think people have kids have i like i'm trying to remember other scenes where he was an adult and it's not always bad like i think yeah in the channel chasers movie right that's that's the one i was trying to get you to get onto because i don't remember this episode at all but it does sound something like i would very much be into the movies the fairly odd parents movies were pretty good um except for the live action one with drake bell Mm. <laughs> they yeah i, I don't did know not remember that until you said that i don't know and you're a big drake bell fan yeah at the time but not not by the time that movie came was out. it a whole movie with him being live action yeah or was it just like part of no it was a whole movie oh um i don't know why they would choose to make um the, this animated show live i mean action. i think they picked the right person for it 
if it was gonna work. Yeah. But it was never gonna work. It was especially weird. I just remember, like, Drake Bell sitting amongst, like, he was the only adult playing in the, well, no, I guess the adult, <laughs> I guess the adults were adults, but all the other kids, like, like Timmy's kids. friends, were actually kids. So, it's like, you see Drake Bell sitting with a bunch of children, and he's like, oh, like, I'm raising my hand, like, pick me, and he just looks very tall and, like, adult. I I actually really like that on a certain level, it, if they were trying to do that, but if they were, like, just trying to pick, like, ah, Drake, you're young enough, you, you got this. No, he was a full-blown adult. This wasn't that long ago. Oh. Like, I, I feel like I should look up when that movie came out. Yeah, because um, I was imagining this in the Drake and Josh days. And, like, even then, like, you know, what was he? Probably, like, 17, playing a 10-year-old? Like, that's not So, believable. I guess it came out about 2012. Okay. So, that was... I mean, so Drake Bell was... in his 20s, like... Drake Bell was probably... Mid-upper dis- 20s, like... Yeah. Probably. Still weird. I'm not sure. Still uh, weird. Yeah, 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 no. I... I feel like they yeah. should have picked a child. I feel like they shouldn't have done a live action one. Yeah, well that that's option one. Yeah, <laughs> we're way past option <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, um, so yeah, just. Tell just, me about the Channel Chasers thing. Channel Chasers. Well, I used to love that movie. I think it. I think you still would now. I yeah. think I still would now, probably. I think it would still be hilarious. It's basically a movie where Timmy gets a magic remote of some sort. Uh, and he's, like, going through all these different, like, actual TV shows. Right. But, so the writers, or the animators, I guess, depicted him and, like, his fairies in the style of all these different sure. TV shows. What so, are some examples of what um, here? Like, they, they went through Dragon Ball Z, uh, and they showed Timmy in, like, an anime style <laughs> and, like, fighting. I think, weirdly, out of all the examples that we looked at before, that's the one I remember the most. Don't know why. I yeah. didn't watch Dragon Ball Z or anything like that, but uh, I I think I vaguely do remember like a weird anime Vicky the babysitter type situation yeah. going on. They did Fat Albert, like Bill yes. Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that anymore. Oh. No, yeah. I'm kidding. You Never mind. That. Scratch that part. <laughs> I'm deleting that. Um, um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Peanuts. Yes. It's just yeah. so funny. Like, there's something so funny about seeing Timmy depicted in all these different yeah. styles, um, The Simpsons. But that's one I was kind of talking about where it also involves Timmy as an adult. Uh-huh. But the adult Timmy isn't a total loser like we've seen yeah. in the past. Like He seems like a nice man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a child. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's a bit Voiced of hope. Voiced by Alec Baldwin. Yeah. <laughs> Very respectable person. Right, totally. So... <laughs> Other than that, yeah, I, that's kind of a nice ending to that movie because it shows that like Timmy doesn't have fairies in the future, but he's still like yeah. okay, you know. And you it gotta shows paint some kind of picture of good stuff. Yeah, and it shows that uh, things turned out okay for him in the in the end, even though he didn't have such a great childhood. Fair enough. I I think that episode is really interesting because one of the I would say the most famous episode of Rick and Morty. Fairly famous cartoon. Yeah. Nowadays, um, is one where they do essentially the same thing of where they like go through all these different like TV shows episodes of like oh like SVU but with Rick and Morty and like all this stuff they have like a trans dimensional TV or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like I I did not remember that Fairly Odd Parents episode at all. But it was really interesting to look at it through the lens of now, where like they kind of translated that idea into this modern show. Yeah. And that's, like, still their most famous episode, essentially, yeah. of that show. I mean, maybe maybe it's kind of, like, a classic thing. Like, there's yeah, just, yeah. There's not, just something funny yeah. about seeing Definitely. something, like, in the style of something else, as vague as that sounds. I think that way you can do some really weird and unique stuff with yeah. your characters and stuff like that. But, yeah, I, I think that's really interesting. They probably weren't the first to do it ever, but... Uh, it's weird to see that kind of timeline going on there, but maybe uh, maybe it's just like our primal monkey brains that are like, haha, I recognize that. Yeah. That thing shouldn't <laughs> be in like there. That's like the other thing that yeah. I've seen, but now it's in this in thing. This thing. <laughs> All right, well, Fairly Odd Parents, iconic show, good choice for our 
little episode here. Yes. Uh, um, what's your next one? What are you thinking here? I think we should talk about Ed, Ed, and Eddie, which is... I think that's a very good... An interesting show. I don't know if we can call it a classic. You know, doing a little research beforehand, I was reading a, like, kind of, not a synopsis, but, like, a general, just a paragraph of, like, what the show was, and it was, like, one of the most iconic shows of, like, the 2000s, Hmm. like... Really well regarded, really well rated, like all this stuff. Was it really well rated? I don't know. I'm not, I don't remember what the website was, whether it was legit or not, or whether yeah. it was just like some really big fan. Personally, not even in my top 10 yeah. of like shows from the 2000s. I personally was not allowed to watch it for one thing. Why was that? Because of my parents, they, I don't know what exactly. Yeah, I wonder what they saw. Like, I Did wonder. they see an episode and be like, oh no. Well, I feel like I, I brought it up one time and my mom was just like, oh, they just did like naughty things or something like yeah, that. Like, they whatever do. that means. Yeah, <laughs> they totally do. I don't know. I don't remember watching it and then being not able to watch it. I just remember not being able to watch it and then watching it and then like not even really liking it that much. Yeah. You're like, this is what I've been waiting yeah, to see. Yeah, it's like the weird thing of like, you are not allowed to watch this. So you're like, oh, I really want to watch this. And then when I finally did, I'm like, oh, everyone's like really mean and weird. And I'm like, not really into this. Yeah. So along with Fairly Odd Parents, like this is another show where the protagonist isn't. Protagonist. Yeah, three. Three yeah. protagonists. Um, all named all... some version of Ed. Yes. Um, Edward. Ed 1D, Ed 2D. Slash double D. Uh, I think Ed with a Y. Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> I think, I don't remember if it's one doesn't or two matter. Ds, but it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very much even more irredeemable than Timmy Turner. Do you Turner. want to set up the show in general? We got the three Ed versions essentially, but do you want to set up with the general premise? Yeah, was? so Ed, Ed, and Eddie is about a cul-de-sac in some unnamed time and place yes um and it's about these three friends who are as we said all named some form of ed and basically they go they like interact with the other like kids in their cul-de-sac and they're always trying to scam people yeah Um, i would say one of them in particular yeah so is always trying to scam people yeah one of them is eddie and he's always like dragging his two other Eds into, like, various schemes and stuff. Funny enough, I remember he always wanted in particular, like, a nickel. Mm-hmm. Like, that was his currency that he wanted. Wasn't it a quarter? Am I wrong? I think it was a nickel. Weird. I I could be wrong, but he was... <laughs> I specifically remember him always being, like, trying to get nickels in particular. Um, And they do it for candy. Like right, yeah. They, well, you know, childhood currency, yeah. like coins and candy. Yeah. So their whole goal. I mean, it's very simple <laughs> motivations if you think about it. Like, yeah. they they try to scam people. They try to get nickels so that they can buy more jawbreakers in particular. Yeah, jawbreakers was the big. Uh, yeah, but in Ed currency. and Eddie, the jawbreakers are really really big. Yeah. Like they're massive. Yeah. It's like <laughs> like three times the size of their entire, head. Yeah. <laughs> Which I had never heard of jawbreakers Mm -hmm. when I was a child. And obviously, I mean, I guess somewhere in my child brain, I must have known it wasn't possible. But it gave me really unrealistic expectations for jawbreakers when I finally saw them. Because I was like, what? Those are tiny. Yeah. I feel like between that and Willy Wonka, it was like jawbreakers were like this really big thing. But like, they weren't that good. No, they're not. Um and yeah, when I think of Ed, Ed, and Eddie, I just think of like the classic image of them with like a massive, massive yeah. jawbreaker in their mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, probably like salivating a little. Um, I would imagine. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> but Ed, Ed, and Eddie, uh, th- there's weird theories about this show. Yeah. I think it's, I think people find it very strange how it's kind of recognizable in that it's like just a normal suburban cul-de-sac, sure. but it's also not. You can't really attribute the show to any particular time or place. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting. This show actually went on longer than I thought it did. It went on for almost a decade. Right. It was 99 to 2008. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. I literally just looked at that. But um, that's longer than I would have thought the show would go, considering, like, you know, we were talking about Drake and Josh last episode. That was, like... 
three four, years, three four year span. Yeah, yeah for like Literally a lot of just shows, three years. Um, it's interesting that this show got renewed as much as it did. It must have been popular. Yeah, um, and compare three years of Drake and Josh to like eighteen years of Fairly Odd Parents. Right. Yeah, and like I have as many memories with Drake and Josh as Ed, Ed and Eddie, which is yeah. Because know, the thing not is not their fault, but like it, it's interesting to me when. When shows like Fairly Odd Parents go on for so long, you stop watching at some point. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you grow out, you of, grow out of it. You grow out of it. So, like, at a certain point, it doesn't really make much of a difference whether it was on for three years or sure. 17. Yeah, at least for for us. Yeah, that's. I do think the whole middle school, high school thing of like, oh, I don't watch cartoons. I'm too cool for that. And then it's interesting to come around to college and have people be like, Fuck yeah, yeah. I love SpongeBob. Like, <laughs> right. Not that they've watched anything new, but I do think that's an interesting cycle of like self awareness mm-hmm. or lack thereof of caring of that kind of thing. Um, or else maybe it was just cool to like be nostalgic when we were in college. Maybe it's totally different for other people. I don't know. But um, yeah, Ed, Ed and Eddie, just really weird, bizarre show. Like, just like a. So I don't know if like a dark vibe covers it, like equal or like is fair kinda, to say. It's kind of gross. Yeah, um, it's like kind of dingy, gross. Yeah. Like. So one of I mentioned theories. I yeah. think like people yeah, have yeah, theories. Yeah. Uh, one of them is that the cul-de-sac that they live in is purgatory. Right. And to be honest, I didn't really find much uh, compelling evidence for sure. this one. But the main ideas. Okay, this is this is kind of dumb, but people think that the cul-de-sac is purgatory. And everyone's dead because their tongues are blue. Everyone in that show has blue tongues. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if that really holds up. I, you know, people can think whatever they want to, but I'm not going to say that the original showrunners were like, oh, this is going to be our little... I don't think so either. ...secret look into they're all actually dead. People also think it's weird that their parents are not really shown. Like, I think sometimes you see their feet. You never see their faces. Interesting. Yeah, I, I do remember that being a thing. That's probably another thing I didn't really like is because, like, it just feels like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it feels, like, less safe when there's, like, no parents yeah. there and it's, like, just the no. kids and it's, like, what? Like, I, like, I totally get that. Yeah. And there's a big, I think in all the things we're going to be discussing, there's, like, a big um, theme of parents who aren't really around. In Fairly sure. Odd Parents, like, you definitely saw Timmy's parents a lot, but I feel yeah. like they were always involved in their own kind of, like, pursuits. Yeah, it was never, like, a... Their kid was the issue, I guess. Or, like, it was never, like, that was our main concern. They were always having their own wacky antics of one thing or another. Yeah, and that's... I mean, like, Timmy's babysitter was abusive, and they never really noticed. It's not a good feeling as a kid to be like, oh, these are the people taking care of me. And they're like, oh, they aren't taking care of their kids. Like, that's... Yeah. Worrisome. No, I, I like, totally agree with that fear. Like, that's... I think that's something that I felt as a child, too. Because you're like, um, like, like, if... Timmy's parents can't right. save him from this. Like, what? And that's coming from our bias of having good home lives and yeah. parents that paid attention to us and all that stuff. So, right. you know, grain of salt on that one. But that's that's where we're coming from. So, other characters in Ed, Ed and Eddie. Yes. Uh, there was a certainly a strange cast of characters for that Yeah. One. None that I liked. Well, there was... Which is important. There was Johnny, who is this um, bald child. Yeah. <laughs> um... Or, or I maybe I'm. He was bald-ish. I think he was. He was, was bald he the one adjacent. with plank? Yeah. Probably, I think so. Okay, wait. So I'm remembering two characters, and one was like bald, and the other one had this like um, teeth headgear yeah. around his head. Yeah. No, you're right. You're totally right. Um, I think it was the bald one. I think Johnny had... was the bald one with plank. Yeah, plank. And then there was the younger kid that was like. Hair and like the headgear. Yeah, that and was so Sarah's like, little mmm, brothers mmm, like that. Yeah, 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 like a very squeaky voice. Totally. Um, but plank. Yeah, that was basically his uh, wood piece two by four. Yeah. A two by four with like a smiley face mm-hmm. and some eyes drawn on, and that was that was the character's like best friend. Right. Which that was like his entire character. Yeah. Like, was centered around him. Like this was his best friend. Plank. <laughs> um. There's I think Plank is iconic. Plank, Plank is Plank iconic. Plank might be the most iconic thing to come out of that show, I think. I, I love it when you see a picture of Plank and it's just like dead eyes and <laughs> <laughs> like kind of gormless smile. Yeah. Like, 
He's he's just so he's like lifeless. Literally just a two. He's by four. he's a two by four. He's just a piece of wood. And so. he, we can all relate to that in some form, I think. Sure, <laughs> that seems like a Buzzfeed article, isn't it? Yeah, been, probably for sure. Um, other than Plank and Johnny, there's the Kanker sisters. Yeah. Who lived in a trailer park? Very creepy. Yeah, they didn't live in the cul-de-sac. They lived in a trailer park. Yeah. That was probably some weird like class uh, messages there. Something. But they they were like outside the kind of cul-de-sac sure. life um and they were always trying to lure the three eds into like their trailer and right. trying to perform like weird marriage ceremonies mm-hmm. and like kiss them and stuff and you know for those who are unaware slash me before i googled it uh the eds and probably all the people of their age in the cul-de-sac are around 12 so i'd guess that the sisters are probably in high school Right. Yeah. Hopefully. They they seem a little older. But they're Yeah, older than that would be real creepy, but high school seems better. Their main traits are that they're just like dirty and gross. Yeah. I think that's the main trait of everyone in the show. It's very if I had to be analysis y Yes. Analysis size easy. Uh I'd say it's like very working class neighborhood. It's, Whatever I mean, that it's, means to their creators. It's hard to tell. Like, maybe their parents are away because they're just working all the time. I have no idea. But yeah, Very the parents are never there. Is it set during the summer? Do you know? Um, they go to okay. school sometimes. I was, I was going to mention this. So, yeah. um, for most of the show, it's just in, like, summer and they never go to school. Sure. But I weirdly remember watching, like, towards the very end. And then the creators, for the last maybe season or two, had them start going to school regularly. Yeah. Um, I remember how weird it was to see an episode where they, like, got school supplies and, like, went to school and stuff. And I wonder what accounted for that change. You're running out of ideas in the cul-de-sac, maybe? I don't maybe. know. I, it's just such yeah. a strange shift. Mm-hmm. It grounds it more in reality, I feel like. Yeah. You can't be in school if you're in purgatory. Yeah. Yeah. That that's, doesn't check out. People are always saying that. Um, I just... I think you mentioned earlier something that I was going to like respond to, but yes. I currently do not remember. Yes. So, uh, I have no idea <laughs> what that might be. Um, but let's continue with the characterizations until yes. you remember. Yes. I want to talk about Ralph. Rolf. Rolf. His name is Rolf. R O L F. I'm thinking Muppets Ralph because no. <laughs> we recently looked He's that Rolf. up of the dog puppet. Sorry, Rolf, who when I looked him up. They said, like, nobody knows where he's from. I feel like he's very clearly, like, Eastern European. Yeah, I feel like the idea is that he's Eastern European, but you don't, you don't know which country. Sure. Like, yeah. perhaps a Just very... Just the, the thing I looked at was, like, nobody knows what part of the world he's, he's from. He's obviously it's like, Eastern European. He's obviously Eastern European. Perhaps a very small country. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> Belarus or, like... Yeah. I, but I he's know. of unknown... Uh, he is of unknown Eastern European origins. Yes. And they really play into that. That's his entire yeah. character, essentially, is that he's from, like, a tiny, like, medieval-esque village and he doesn't somewhere in Eastern seem Europe. like a child. He, no. He seems like an adult. Yes. But I think he might, maybe he's supposed to be a child. I mean, he has farm animals. Yeah, he has farm animals. remember what the pig's animals. name is? No, I don't remember. I don't remember. I remember what the pig looks like. Yeah, enough. Uh, that they have him do weird folk dances where, yeah. like, he says, like, this is my horse, and then they, like, fight, and then they keep dancing. Like, it's a yeah, really... Yeah, he's always singing songs. I remember he plays the, uh, accordion. Yes, yeah. He has, like, a very heavy, like, Eastern European accent. It's a really weird vibe. Yeah. To, like... Do they have any people of color in that show? Um, they're all kind of weird colors, like... Yeah, that's fair. Grayish. You wouldn't know exactly, but, like... Overtly, no. I wonder. That's like no. they're weirdly they're like token, not normal or like not they're, regular stereotypical American kid is Rolf, this yeah. Eastern European, <laughs> and just dude. the characters don't look very realistic. Like it's a yeah. very, I'd almost say that the characters are designed to look like grotesque. It, honestly, um, it's a weird style they with got the going on. weird colored tongues and yeah. the baldness. Well, it's because they're dead, actually. Oh yeah, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, multiple most, characters are bald. Yes. I don't know why. Hair is a weird uh, point of interest in the show, I would say. So I'm thinking about it now, and um, 
Eddie, he only has a couple, like, long yeah. hair sticking out of his head, right? It's like Charlie Brown type, like, yeah. stuff. Like, that's what we're talking about. And then Ed, or, um... Double D, which is Ed with two Ds. So, wait, which... <laughs> and the other Ed is just Ed with one D? Yeah. Okay, Ed with one D. Uh, he only has a couple strands of yeah, hair. Yeah, he's like a buzz cut looking yeah. thing. And then Double D's hair is, like, super mysterious because yeah. he wears a hat all the time. Yeah. Like a, that kind of looks like hair. Okay, all growing up, I thought that that was his hair, and mm-hmm. when I learned that it was actually like a big sock, I was essentially really, yeah, it's like really a weird like latex stocking cap. Like yeah, I don't know, what, shiny. Yeah, yeah, it's bizarre. And he has some hair sticking out of it. Um, he does. But there's there's some scenes in Ed Ed and Eddie where like he takes off his hat, but you don't see the top of his head. Like, you just see him take yeah. it off. And then all the other characters like, oh, gross. Like, oh, my God. Like, put it back on. Yeah. You never know what's under his hat. It, yeah, it's like a weird uh, Pulp Fiction thing of when they, like, open the chest and it's, like, gold shining yeah. out. And you're like, we're never going to see what's in that chest. Right. But, like, people are like, wow, look at that. So I, t- I just went on a tangent there about their hair, but I just... I think it's a weird artistic yeah. point there. They're very I bald for 12 years, 12 year olds. I have a theory yes. that I just made up Okay. fairly recently. I'm sure it holds just as much weight as the purgatory True. one. True. In the last hour is that the grown up Charlie Brown kids are just the Ed, Ed, and Eddie kids. Perhaps of a different generation. Explain further. Uh, similar hair. Yes. I think there's some similar personalities and uh, archetypes to fill there. Yeah. You know, maybe Charlie Brown went through some stuff. There's no parents. The hair. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know how in Charlie Brown, I think, um, what's what's the girl character? Lucy. Lucy. Doesn't she have a stand where she's like free, stand, yeah. free advice or something? Oh, sure. Yeah. Or like doctors in. Yeah. Uh, that's a way of getting nickels, and right. the Eds are always trying to get nickels. So what you're saying is that Eddie is actually Charlie Brown, Lucy died, and <laughs> he took on some elements of that. Right, that's exactly what I'm crazy. saying. crazy. You somehow read my mind. Ed, the big, strong, dumb one, would just be Pigpen when he's older. Yeah, oh that yeah, makes he's, sense. he's stinky. Yeah, he's totally stinky. Uh, double D... That could be uh, Linus. He seems um, like the smart one with a lot of ideas and the weird ideas also. Yeah. And Lost I'm... the blanket. Maybe turn the blanket into his hair. I don't know. Yeah. Plank? Where does Plank fit in? Where does Rolf fit in? Mm. Your theory is falling apart. Rolf moved in. He's yeah. new. Okay. Because he's from somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, the sporty guy is the one who played the piano. Uh, Kevin? Which one's Kevin? The jock. Uh, popular the jock, guy. you know, jock comes after elementary school, which was uh, peanuts. But anyways, totally airtight theory. That's how it goes. That's how it works. So, uh, Ed, Ed and Eddie, weird show. Uh, not going to say that I have like horrible, awful memories of it, but. Probably not worth the, um, the desire <laughs> that you had to see it. Yeah. It did not live up to what I was hoping it to be. There's a really funny meme with Rolf that got that? popular in the past couple of years. Um, it's just him staring out a window. <laughs> um, and he's, like, staring really dramatically outside. And people just, like, Photoshop different things over Rolf. Like, I saw one where uh, they Photoshopped, like, a Wendy's outfit over him. And yeah. it's, like, me waiting to get off work. <laughs> <laughs> so, You'll yeah. You'll have to show me that after. Uh, it's just... One last thing about yeah, totally. Ed, Ed and Eddie. Like, it's so funny to remember that there was a show about, like, scams. Yeah. Just because I feel like scams have taken on, like, a huge popularity in the past few sure. years. Like, like a fake with, news type thing? or Well, with Fire Festival and stuff mm, like that. And sure. just the media has, like, been loving stories about scams and stuff. I think you're just really into Caroline Calloway. And well, that's, that's where this that's one scam of them. fascination comes from. But no, it's something that we were talking about in my uh, journalism class. Mm-hmm. Like, my professor was like, if you guys want something topical to write about, like, write about scams. Like, everyone's talking about scams now. Interesting. Yeah. And that's that's kind of why I think Caroline Calloway got popular, because people were looking for something. Sure. Like, they were trying to fulfill their need to, like, 
learn know about, about scams. scams. Yeah. A um, real life human scam. Right. Interesting. So just, it's so funny to like think about scams in the context of the before times, you know? Sure. Yeah. No, totally. Um, I also, um, yeah. I wrote down some of the scams that I remember being on Ed and Eddie. Uh, they, there were some iconic ones. For yeah. Sure. Well, I just remember they had a beauty salon for pets. Oh. Um, they raised money to get eyebrow surgery for one of them. <laughs> they said that they needed money, like so one of them could get their like eyebrow uh, surgerized. I don't know. Wild. Yeah. Um, a lot of weird stuff. A lot of weird. Uh, fake. They faked injuries. Uh, yeah. They, like, offered career counseling. So I remember some, like, interesting contraptions that Double D made because he was the smart one. Yeah. I'm also kind of thinking about the name Double D at this point and how that's <laughs> kind D. of a weird name uh, for a, a children's character. But, yeah, uh, having talked about it more, iconic maybe. I I haven't talked to that many people that were like, I loved Ed and Eddie. It's... It, didn't quite get to that, you know, SpongeBob level, yeah. but I think probably most people our age have some memories of that show. I, I was you. surprised when you were saying that it was rated critically pretty high. I'll need to I, look into that. I would have thought Truly that was wrong. one of those shows where adults were like, this is trash. Yeah. Like, this is garbage. I don't know. That's one of the ones I haven't watched as a, an adult to see what it's like really like. But um, before we move on to our next topic, uh, I think we're going to take a little break. And so we'll do that, and then we'll be right back with our third and final choice. From the first two, because we've been talking about uh, main characters of children's TV shows who are pretty um, selfish and not great, but the last show is Hey Arnold, and that is a show that stands out for me now as an adult because of how just kind and considerate the main character was um confident too i feel confident like. yeah pretty confident he yeah that i mean that really is true because he's like not the coolest kid but, but i don't think he really cares yeah you know? he doesn't really care he just kind of takes everything as it goes and that's it's a lot different than the first two shows we discussed because it's not it's definitely not grotesque like um, and it's not that silly. It's more realistic. It's basically... So the main character is Arnold. He is, I believe, a nine-year-old boy. But he's very mature. Um, he is very kind. He sees the best in everyone. And the entire show takes place in this big city. And I can't speak for everyone. But I think when most people watched it as kids, it seemed like it was New York City. Sure, yeah. I I feel like that's pretty clear. Uh, just the architecture and the stuff. However. Oh. However. Step. So, yeah, it has, like, you know, subways and the, the public schools are named, like, PS 287 or whatever, which I feel like is a New York thing. If you say so. However, the, uh, the creator of the show has actually said that it was based more so on uh, the city's... No, cities that he <laughs> okay. grew up in, which were Seattle and Portland. Interesting. Yeah, and we're both from huh. Oregon, so that is especially yeah. weird. I don't get a Seattle or Portland vibe at all from no. the show. But yeah, it's very, very New York, I feel like. Yeah, and there's like some, he said there's some aspects of New York, but mostly it's supposed to be Portland and Seattle. Sure. Um, but, you know, we can... Maybe we can just disregard that because it's obviously New York City. <laughs> you know, I'm sure there are certain parts of Seattle and Portland that are that. And maybe that's what they're referencing specifically. But, yeah, I just, I, from what I know, having not been an especially well-traveled person, uh, is that, like, you know, like, the step and, like, the porch and all that mm -hmm. is, like, very that culture is very, very Brooklyn. New York. Yeah. yeah. Very, very New York. So that's interesting to hear that. For sure. Um, and I think the whole setting is, it's kind of like dark throughout the entire show. Yeah. Like, I feel like the city is always dark. Um, kind of. This is like a kind of dark color palette. Yeah. It's kind of shadowy. Yeah. Um, and so Arnold, I believe he lives in a boarding house. 
Really? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I'm pretty sure he does because there's all these other characters that he lives with, um, like adults who are living in his house. So he lives with his grandfather. I think his grandma's in the show too, but you mostly see his grandpa. Yeah. Um, because his parents disappeared when he was a very small child. Like, they disappeared and um, you don't really hear what happens to them. Like, it remains a mystery until the Hey Arnold movie that just came out two years ago. And I should say, Hey Arnold aired from 1996 to 2004. Mm. And the movie didn't come out until 2017. So that's Which is a, insane. Yeah, that's 13 years after the last episode. and But that kind of stuff, you know, doing some, like, inside baseball type thinking here, like, how does that get, like funded that much later after it comes out like how yeah how does the creator convince the people that fund that kind of stuff that like oh you know it's been 13 years but like people would totally be into watching this movie i find that super interesting you know what's interesting i feel like a lot of people might be interested in watching that movie just people who kind of grew up with the show sure and are looking to like be like hey whatever happened to arnold's parents and like did arnold and helga ever get together yeah um it's it's not set 13 years after, correct? I don't know. I have not seen it. Kay. And that's what I was going to say is Important that I, I actually just found out about the movie and I would have watched it, except I didn't hear about it anywhere. They had a movie back in the day. Yeah, I, I, I think remember, I remember that. I remember, weirdly, specifically, that... Oh shoot, what was his friend's name? Gerald. Gerald. Gerald was, like, playing this, like, bus simulator or, like, this bus game in an arcade. And then eventually, at some point in the movie, like, back then, like, they had to, like, drive an actual bus. So, like, Gerald was driving the bus because yeah. he, like, played this game. I don't know if that was just cool to me because I, like, I like games. And I'm like, this has real-world applications. <laughs> uh, but I remember that really distinctly. And while I'm talking, I want to make the distinction that uh, I remember watching this show. But it must have been when I was fairly young, because I don't remember a ton of it. Um, I feel like when I really think about it, I remember like pretty vividly certain parts of it. But mm-hmm. uh, Lexi's definitely the the uh, subject matter expert as far as analysis on so, this. I actually didn't like this show that much when I was a kid. It's a weird I, vibe. I thought it was boring. Yeah. Um. It's not like I said. I would have liked Fairly Odd Parents or Ed, Ed, and Eddie a lot better, yeah. just because the jokes are a lot sillier. It's more fast paced. Yeah, there's I was more say, like physical humor, I yeah, guess. The like, concepts are grander. Yeah, and looking, or Hey Arnold is on Hulu now, so I've like watched a couple episodes recently, and when I watch the episodes, I'm always shocked at just how many like important subjects there are and like adult themes. And I'm like, well, I never, I saw this show when I was like six years old and I never in a million years would have picked up on any of that. Right. Um, so one of, one of the main things is that, uh, so the main female character in the show I would say is named Helga. She's, uh, she's a little blonde girl with pigtails and a unibrow. (laughs) Um, not a very attractive girl. Her name's Helga. Yeah. Her name's Helga. Sorry to any Helgas out there. Um, and I do remember seeing her when I was younger and being like, haha, what a funny looking girl, right. you know? And she's a bully, like she bullies Arnold, but she also has a really big crush on him. I think that's an interesting gender flip there. How I think so? that's an interesting thing that the, the female is the bully and is the one who is yeah. the pursuer, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? In the relationship. Helga's, so. Helga's super interesting. Sorry she to is. interrupt. No, no. Um, she, like, she. So she wears this, like, pink dress and big pink bow, which are really feminine. Yeah. But she has, like, a very masculine face, I'd say. And yeah. Like we said, she's Her really... build isn't necessarily, but, like, they're, like, nine. So, yeah. like, take that for what you will. Yeah. At nine, you're nine years old, but... There's weird, there's weird like, shapes in this show. Like, yeah. Arnold has a, has a football <laughs> head. A football head. Yeah, Helga's always calling him, like, football head. Yeah. Uh, so it's canon. Yeah. He triangles. Uh, weird hair. Um, Gerald has really tall hair. Gerald has really tall cool. hair. He has like a flat top that's like yeah. Probably, it's like if Fresh Prince was a cartoon, like yeah, his hair would be that just tall, comically large. Yeah. Um, Helga, yeah. So when you watch as a child, all you really see is like Helga's a bully. Like I don't like her. Yeah. 
Um, Helga has a very sad life. She has layers. Um, she has so many layers. And I, I, I don't know when to mention this, um, mm-hmm. so I'll just say this now. Helga, I feel like, has one of the best lines in the entire series. Mm. When, <laughs> So she has like a little monument uh, or a shrine to Arnold. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a shrine. It's yeah. creepy. And she she like writes poetry for him secretly and I remember one of her poems and the actual line is she's like oh Arnold you make my girlhood tremble oh no <laughs> oh I don't like that <laughs> yeah that's just ridiculous that's weird that's huh. that's not a thing that it would normally be said in a children's TV show yeah um so I I'll just put that out there I sure I felt like I should mention that line yeah but getting very serious for a moment yes. um helga's mom is like a hella alcoholic uh-huh. like she there's no doubt about it yeah. like her mom like you see her and she talks in this very slow like slurred voice um and she's always like oh helga I have a headache like don't talk to me please yeah um she's always falling asleep like she's always falling mm. asleep at the table or, so that kind of shroud it in a way that like a a child would be like Oh, that's weird. Yeah. But like an adult would be like, oh. For sure. Um, she's always drinking weird smoothies that have like celery and like Tabasco and stuff. Huh. So. So, uh, a, uh, Bloody, Bloody Mary. Mary. Yeah. Uh, and she's always drinking coffee. She doesn't have a driver's license. Like she lost her driver's license. Okay. I have a big question here. Yes. Who is that for? Who are these like adult themes which sounds weird to say like you know like who are, who are these themes that only adults would pick up on for are they you know, for the adults that are allegedly watching with the children or is it like a weird thing that like children could possibly carry forward into adulthood if i had to guess i would say it's for maybe older teenagers sure like i that's also a question that i've asked myself yeah. but i'd say maybe like you know, 13, 14 year olds. Sure. Cause then kids would be old enough to like pick up more. So on figure out what the special kind of smoothie stuff. is. Yeah. Figure out what the special smoothie is and yeah. why Helga's mom is always falling asleep at the table. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Helga's, Helga's whole family is like fucked up. Uh, her dad sells beepers. That's not what's <laughs> fucked up about him. Um, he's like a beeper. I mean, salesman. that sounds sketchy. Um, he's a very angry man. He's always yelling, uh, like, Helga's dad is always shouting, and her mom's always like, oh, I'm tired, like, I have a headache, don't talk to me. So it's not a good dynamic. Yeah. Uh, and Helga's sister is, compared to her, like, very beautiful. Yeah. Um, she's, like, the parent's golden child. Uh, she plays a bunch of instruments, like, gets accepted to a fancy college, and the parents are, like, very, very doting towards her, but Helga is, like, comically ignored in a way that would seem funny when you're a child but when you're older you're like wow that's really bad kind of fucked up yeah like i remember this one episode where it's showing how helga meets arnold for the first time sure and uh it's her parents like forgot that she was going to kindergarten for the first time (laughs) they (laughs) so helga has to walk herself to kindergarten yeah and it's raining and she's like getting splashed by cars and like hit by muddy water and stuff splashed by cars i feel like that's a thing that doesn't happen in real life but yeah. like in movies and it's shows it's like, totally meant to yeah. show like this is a sad situation right yeah like this is not good it is really sad yeah. in arnold and she runs across arnold and he is like hi i like your bow and he has an umbrella and he like shares his umbrella with her so that's what starts her like lifelong crush on him infatuation Be- infatuation stalker or beyond that yeah it's yeah it's uh there's a there's a motif like there's pictures there's flames there's but everything. she's like a totally bullies is, him like she's so mean to him yeah but I feel like that's like a thing you know yeah like, oh, oh for oh, sure yeah, it is. like girls are mean to guys they like in elementary school or whatever yeah I'm just trying to explain to totally. the viewers if they haven't seen it that Helga's yes. like mean to Arnold yes yeah definitely and they definitely played into that like idea. For sure. And you find out later that even Helga's sister is really messed up and she's kind of trying to just be a perfectionist to, that's like how she dealt with everything. Whereas Helga deals with it by being really mad. Yeah. How, how much older is her sister? 
uh, college age. Okay. I thought she was, she was quite a bit older. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think she goes to college and she just like comes back sometimes. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. But Arnold, on the other hand, like he, so he lost his parents obviously when he was young and. Spoiler alert. What ended up happening in the movie to the point where they like figure that out? Did you? So again, I read a little bit about it. I didn't see it. Um, but I think Arnold's parents end up being alive in the movie. Thirteen years after the last episode came out, interesting. Because basically they were like adventurers, and they went to some island to try and help cure the tribe's people of disease or something. Classic white knight, love it. Yeah, but Arnold, I think in the movie, goes to save them. I, that's what I kind of gleaned from it. Interesting. Uh, yeah, twenty seventeen. That's it's a so long weird. time. That. And what was the first year? Ninety nine. It was 1996. 96? Yeah, that's over so 20 years two later. two years before I was born, series starts. Yeah. year after I graduate high school, they do the movie. That's and that's so weird. I, I mean, you asked earlier. And interesting. Like, why, where's the budget for this? Like, who right. wants this? Yeah. And I honestly don't know. Like, huh. I, I don't remember who exactly created Hey Arnold, but... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. The the thing that I remember about that show, and maybe that's just maybe it's colored by the conversation we've had conversations we've had up to this point about it. Um, it yeah, it just being kind of dark. I didn't necessarily get a boring vibe from it, like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just kind of like dark and not like scary, but like. You know what just I mean? Just kind of like glum. Glum. Yeah, I think I think glum's a really good word for it. Everyone's like pretty low key, from what I remember. Again, I'm not. I I don't remember it super well, but that was mm-hmm. definitely like a vibe that I've carried to this day of like that show in general. So, so even though Helga's life was definitely dark, mm-hmm. I think Arnold's life was pretty was pretty good. He lived with his sure. grandparents, as I think I said before. And they run a boarding house? Yeah. Is that what? Okay. Yeah, they run a boarding house. There's some interesting characters in the boarding house. Like adults or kids? Adults. Okay. Like, there's this one gambling addict who's from some Eastern European country. Classic. <laughs> like Rolf. Um, Classic. But... Who knew that was such a character in the 2000s? But his grandpa is, like, kind of goofy. Except yeah. he's a good grandfather and he's a good guardian figure mm, for arnold i thought about it in my head and i totally thought of the rugrats grandpa with the blue mustache and the, so yeah. the harold grandpa is the one with the really long like protruding chin yes the totally butt chin yeah 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 that's him yeah arnold i don't know if you remember what his room looks like but it is uh-huh. the coolest room <laughs> ever like <laughs> I don't remember. Describe it to me. So it's on the very top floor of the building, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like triangle shaped. Yeah. So the roof is sloping down, but the whole, or at least a big part of the roof, is made of glass. So he's like looking up out at the sky. Oh. Yeah, it's like a it's like kind of, both of the triangle tops, or like just one of them. There's there's just one roof. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But yeah, it's a beautiful room. It always made me really jealous. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like top floor, always the <laughs> coolest room. Yeah, so Arnold ended up pretty well adjusted. Yeah. Um Yeah. He's a chill guy. Yeah, he's always kind. I'm trying to think of some specific episodes. There was what I think is a classic when with the stoop kid. Hmm. It's <laughs> Stoop. Stoop. That's the word I've been looking for this whole stoop. time. I said like porch. I said I don't even know what else I said. I'll remember when I listen to this again. But yeah, stoop culture. That's totally it. People were always sitting on their stoops in yeah. the show. And there's this one kid who never leaves his stoop. That's that's what they say, like right. stoop kids afraid stoop to leave kid. his stoop. And one time <laughs> one day like Arnold accidentally throws a ball over there and he like stoop kid grabs the ball and they're like, Oh Arnold, like now we can't get it back because yeah. everyone's afraid of stoop kid. But Arnold is the one to go up to him and be like, Hey, why why don't you ever leave your stoop? And this kid just has like semi-agoraphobia i guess he he doesn't want to go out into the world but arnold is the one who convinces him to like leave and so from then on like he sits on his stoop a lot but sometimes he also gets up to harass the neighborhood kids oh good yeah Yeah. improvement interesting 
Yeah. Hey, Arnold, what an, an interesting show that I, I'm probably with you that if I watched it at this point, I would have a very different perspective on it than I had when I was younger and maybe I mean, enjoy it more, maybe feel more depressed by it. I don't know. It's on Hulu and I, I would recommend that everyone mm. check it out. Yeah, no, it's totally, totally worth checking out, especially if you watched it as a kid, uh, just for curiosity. I say that as an absolute hypocrite, having not watched it since then, but I can imagine that it would be fairly interesting. Aged well. Aged well. All right, well, uh, unless you have any other thoughts, I think that might conclude our episode here. Nope. All righty, well, uh, thank you everyone for listening, whoever's listening. Uh, you know, if you have any other feelings or vibes about any of these shows we talked about put it in the comments or equivalent yeah, of try try to answer our questions like who is hey arnold for and yeah. where is rolf from and why are their tongues blue <laughs> where where does rolf go where is rolf from uh so yeah so this concludes our episode thank you so much for listening and uh we'll be back at you next time bye bye